Gerald of oldenphotography.com here. And I would like to thank you for listening to the podcast, taking time out of your day. And welcome to episode one. So this first episode, I would just like to discuss why hire a, a professional photographer and what benefits you get from doing so. A lot of people ask, why hire a professional photographer when everybody has a camera on their phone, in their pocket, or they know somebody with a DSLR that they bought from Best Buy? I like to equate it to this. I can go and buy a drum set tomorrow. That does not make me a professional drummer. I can go buy a basketball tomorrow, and that does not make me uh, NBA player. Photography, like a lot of things in life, it's a skill. It takes practice to get good at it. And hiring a professional photographer, somebody who has chosen to do this as a profession, they have spent hours upon hours perfecting that skill, whether it be going out shooting with the camera or spending a lot of time on editing with a Photoshop or Lightroom, hours upon hours improving, nitpicking over every small detail in a photo. That is the kind of passion you're going to want from a person you hired to shoot an event that you want to remember for the rest of your life, something you want to capture and capture beautifully. You can shoot it yourself from your phone if you want to or have a friend shoot photos from your phone. I'm going to tell you this right now. The phone manufacturers who tell you that your smartphone camera is the same quality as a DSLR, they are lying to you. They're trying to sell you a phone and they they push you on the megapixels. This this phone has 8 megapixels. This one has 12. This one has 20. To the point where it's been marketed so, so much, people think that a phone with a higher megapixel count is automatically a better camera than a phone with a camera with a lower megapixel count. There's a lot more that goes into a photo than the megapixels. There's some DSLRs that shoot 16, 18 megapixels. 2024 there are some phones that shoot 8 16 24 even 42 megapixels on a phone that does not make them equal there's a lot more that goes into it like sensor size lens selection manual controls a lot more so for the same reason you wouldn't hire me to be a drummer at your wedding I would say you would be safer hiring a professional to shoot photos for your wedding or your business or an event, anything you want to really remember and you want something captured beautifully. Switching topics now, you may be asking yourself, what does a photographer do to practice? What does practice in photography look like? Well, it can mean various things. Myself, I try to go out and shoot as much as I can. Learning your camera system and learning 
the quirks of your camera and your lenses is definitely a big part of getting good. Composition is probably the most important thing in photography. You can practice that by one, shooting photos, two, studying other photographers' work, three, studying art. A lot of classic art has great composition because paintings, unlike photos, well, photos today, they're not instant. The artists have to put a lot of thought of the placement of every element in the painting. With photography, you can sometimes get distracted by making sure your subject's good and you forgot something something in the background or someone walks into your background and you capture that when you don't mean to because you're so focused on your subject. Another form of practice that a photographer does is, um, well, myself, I practice on my editing with my software by watching tutorial videos on new editing techniques and just giving it a go experimenting a lot to see what comes out good what comes out not so good so i know what not to do when i'm actually editing for a paid shoot even this podcast i would consider practice i'm thinking about my photography i'm speaking about it and i'm not the best speaker so This is definitely helping me with my communication skills. So when I speak to a client, I can better articulate my thoughts on how I want a composition to be or how I feel that a certain shot or sequence of shots will capture their story the best. Because at the end of the day, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to capture stories and to share them with the world. So what's next for me? I'm still booking jobs. If you happen to live in Western Washington, you can book a job with me at oldenphotography.com. Right now, at this stage in my career, I'm only local. And also, I am, I am focusing on my marketing and my networking. So, marketing, creating content, podcasts, videos, pictures, of course. And networking, I'm just I'm connecting with other photographers trying to book as many gigs as possible, help out some other photographers. So if a job comes along that I can't do for one reason or another, I'll pass it off to them. Hopefully they'll return the favor in the future. Business, I believe it's mostly about making those connections, networking, and they have skills that I could benefit from. They have different ways of doing things that I can learn from that will definitely benefit me. And I'm, and I'm sure I have, I have a few skills that they could benefit from as well. So that's going to wrap it up for episode one of the podcast. Thanks for sticking with me. Um, I know I'm not the best at this, but it's going to get better as I can do this more and more and continue the practice. So stick in there and be on the lookout for episode two. Thank you.